Hey there, Bulldogs, and welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Tassel. This is your host, Carla Quintanilla. I am a marketing major at the sales class of 2021, and I am so delighted to be hosting this podcast with the purpose of reconnecting with our alumni and informing current students like you about the endless possibilities beyond college. Prepare to be inspired through the incredible stories of our alumni and learn valuable insights from their career journey. We are here to help you spark your career curiosity and encourage you to begin exploring your future possibilities. Now, without further ado, let's get started with this week's guest. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Tassel. This is your host, Carla, and today I am very happy to be introducing Peyton Lynch as our special guest this evening. Peyton Lynch is a force to be reckoned with. She is a good friend of mine and someone I look up to. Peyton graduated from the sales in 2015 with a marketing degree. She landed a full-time job at SmartAcre upon graduation as a marketer. Peyton is a big Disney enthusiast and wanted to work for the Walt Disney Company, so she applied for the professional internship and got into the professional internships as a marketing and communications intern for the floral and gifts department. So her and her husband moved down to Florida in December of 2015. She took a leap of faith and quit her job at SmartAcre and moved down to Florida. Since then, Peyton has navigated the corporate world at Disney and has been promoted several times to now being a product digital manager for the Disney Cruise Lines. In this episode, Peyton tells us about her sales experience with a couple of internships on her belt, the beauty of experiential learning throughout college, but she also talks to us about pursuing her MBA online while being a full-time employee at the Disney Company and her various roles throughout her career. I welcome you, Peyton Lynch. Hi, Peyton. We can hear you. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. I'm so glad to have you. You're in Florida, right? I am soaking up. Well, it's funny, you know, they've got the pumpkin spice latte back at Starbucks, <laughs> and we've had highs of 100 degrees here today. So I'm, I, I can't really say I'm soaking up those fall vibes just yet but we're getting there. Um, for those of you who don't know, but we briefly introduced Peyton. She is now in Florida and she's working for Disney. But when she started at the sales, she actually was a transfer student. So, so uh, when I started on my college journey, I was a theater major at Wagner College in New York City. Uh, and I started realizing pretty early on that this wasn't going to be the right fit for me. Um, even halfway through the first semester, I felt something wasn't quite right. Uh, but I kept going through the, the full year. I powered through it. I didn't want to disappoint anyone. And this was the track that I was on. So um, I held back on what I was experiencing and feeling. Um, and if there's anything I could go back and tell myself uh, looking back on it is that I should have made the choice to switch majors sooner and switch schools sooner. Um, because once I did make the decision to move to the sales, things just felt so much easier. I just felt like I was really in the right place. Mm -hmm. um, and it was really coming from an internship experience I had when I was at Wagner. Mm -hmm. um, I was 
uh, writing blog content for uh, Broadway related content. And I realized that while I love Broadway, while I love theater, I really liked this blogging thing too. And I thought that there might be something for me in a marketing major and a marketing career. Um, and that's where uh, DeSales felt like the good best fit mm-hmm. uh, because they've, they've got a great business department as well as a good theater department. I knew I could uh, continue to pursue both of those passions in an environment that was a little bit closer to home. Mm-hmm. And once I made that choice, I was so glad I did because um, I remember that first welcome orientation and I just felt like this is the right place for me. Finally, um, I'm at a school that, that feels like the culture is a, a good fit. Um, and it was just so easy after that. Yeah. Wow. And, and it's so great that you made that transition early on. And I think it's very important for anybody listening who feels uncomfortable in the major that they're in to know it's okay. It's okay to change we know that you can't commit right away into something. And when you do, even if you are in college, you can definitely change to something that feels right. And, and like, just like you, when something doesn't feel right, it's okay to stick with it for a little bit, but also make the switch and, and go along with what your intuition. Listen um, to your gut. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, so when, so you had two years at the sales. In fact, I think you graduated even earlier than you should have. That's awesome. And so tell us about, your, your relationships or things that, that, um, you gained from your experience at the sales for those two years. Um, was there, I know you're very relationship driven. So tell us about your relationships that you cultivated at the sales, you're with your professors, um, or with anybody in, um, in any of those departments at the sales. Um, yeah, to just get to hear that people can learn about who they can be associated with in the marketing department. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as you shared, I I did graduate uh, in three years, which meant I kind of had a speed round at the sales, Mm -hmm. (laughs) only two years there. Um, So it might sound like I didn't have an opportunity to develop great relationships. And to add on to that, I was a commuter. So I mean, the odds were really stacked against me to build great relationships. But what I found is that uh, just into sales and how their culture is, the small class sizes, Um, And that attention to each student uh, made all of the difference. So I had relationships with professors because there were only ever 25 of us in the room. And that makes such a difference. Um, As well as taking advantage of uh, those extracurriculars that are outside of the classroom. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our professors, they mention all these things. You just got to be paying attention, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether it's the mock interviews Um, or the internship postings from the Career Center, uh, Mm -hmm. as well as I remember there was even a a speech writing contest that I participated in because a professor mentioned it in our communications class. Um, And those little things, they picked up on, you know, hey, Peyton's raising her hand for these things. Um, And that's how those deeper conversations and relationships continue to develop um, with the professors. And I'll, I'll say even now, um, I still have great rela- relationships with a lot of the professors, mm-hmm. particularly Dr. McGorry. I, I, she's, she is still a huge mentor of mine. And mm-hmm. um, there have been professors at DeSales who I've been able to rely on for letters of recommendation and things of that nature. So uh, those connections you make with those professors, they go a long way. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It's, it's very important. They're not just there to teach you. They're there to mentor you, like you said. Uh, so yes, absolutely. So talk about, you, you mentioned uh, extracurricular activities, kind of um, beyond the theory of, of just the classroom. What was the experiences or experiential learning that you had uh, during your college career what was the internships that you were involved in? And how would you say those were helpful for you for then future opportunities? Sure. So uh, as I mentioned, the first internship I had was in my uh, freshman year at Wagner. And that was actually what helped me realize I wanted to change majors. Right. Um, and so that was a huge uh, piece for me. And, and I realized from that that I've got to keep doing these internships because what I found is that I learned about what I liked in a job and I learned about what maybe I didn't like to do in a job. And that's just as important. Um, and so on top of all of that, you know, I was able to get paid in those roles as well as get school credit, which helped me to graduate early, um, which is, a, that's a huge selling point, um, you know, get those credits in as well. Um, and a lot of those internships, uh, I had two different internships uh, that turned into full-time opportunities. So they help you build those connections. They give you the opportunity to get your feet on the ground and working. Uh, and then if it does feel like the right fit, then you can stay with the company and continue to grow. Yeah, absolutely. And those opportunities are available for students, even if you're just a freshman or a sophomore. People think and they want to push off the experiential learning through maybe junior or senior year, but the earlier, the better, I would say. Like you said, you, you jump right in and that made you make decisions earlier on as opposed to waiting until the end. So, And for those listening, any students who wants to know how to get credit for your internships and you want to talk about internships, please come to the Career Development Center and contact Kathy Krause. She is the internship lady. So definitely come to the Career Development Center. Okay, awesome, awesome. So... Um, so you had great experiences, you did well in school, you graduated earlier, um, and then was the time to graduate. What happened uh, post-graduation? You told me you had a full position, right, available for you at inbound marketing, if I'm not mistaken. And um, what, so what was some of the, because you had the internship with them, what was some of the reasons where, why you stayed with them and, and what was that uh, offering like? How did it come about? So that uh, opportunity came to me as a part of an internship as an inbound marketer with Smart Acre, uh, and, and they're located in Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was, I mean, it wasn't, I wasn't just serving people coffees, right? I was doing yeah. the job as an intern and I learned that I came to love the job and uh, maybe even more importantly, I love the culture of the company. Uh, I worked with a lot of great, smart, hardworking people. I, and I knew that I wanted to stay in that environment. They were invested in my growth uh, as well as in the growth of the company. Yes. Um, and I really enjoyed the work there because it was an agency environment where we got to work with clients. And there's always been this element for me of wanting to help people to achieve their goals. Uh -huh. And that's what we were there to do, right? We're there yeah. to help businesses achieve their marketing goals. Um, and to have the opportunity to do that for them as well as to interact with them since I, I know this about myself I'm an extrovert um, I feel still got that theater gene in me um, and so I wanted to share that with the clients 
Um, and of course, it was a great benefit package and great pay, um, which is a huge consideration too. When coming out of school, it's, it's great to know that you have that security in a role. Yeah, of course. And I'm so happy you mentioned about the, the, the theater kid in you because sometimes that plays role in your big girl job or in your nine to five to have that personality. Um, it's always needed and you always... And you're always going to find, so anybody who wants to switch from the arts into more of a quote-unquote practical degree, like that'll always stay within you. And I think you can use it and apply it in, in your other jobs as well. So, I can't tell you how many times I have to pull out my theater chops for a presentation. <laughs> you know, you're, we are well-rounded people. You aren't just yeah. your marketing degree or your, your theater experience. So mm -hmm. use what you've got and make it work. <laughs> yeah, of course. And it, and it makes, it's a plus. It's a, it's another skill set that you have. So yay. I'm so happy you mentioned that. So, and, and so my question is because now I will, I love, and I could spend hours talking about Disney because I'm also very passionate about Disney <laughs> world and, and the company, but you, you, you post-graduation, you have this job with full-time position with SmartAcre um, marketing. It's exactly your niche with what you graduated with. And then all of a sudden you came about a, an internship at Disney. Tell us about the journey down to Disney and how, and what made you or why, uh, what was the application process like? Because you apply for an internship and then now you, and the rest is history. Now you're there. So tell us about that because now I want to, talk about the now and, and how you got to Disney. So uh, it was definitely a challenging decision to make. As I mentioned, I loved working at Smartaker and uh, really appreciated what the team did for me there and what the growth opportunities were there. But I also kind of always had this in the back of my mind of, gosh, I really, if I could work anywhere, it would be at Disney. Yeah. And uh, with Disney's internship program, you need to apply within um, six months of graduating or mm -hmm. you no longer qualify for their internship program. Uh, and so I was running out on that timeline and I knew that was my best way to get the foot in the door. Um, so I just took a shot, right? Let's, let's yeah. just see if, if they'll um, consider me. And it was a one interview and then a second and then a third and then, um, you know, I got the job and I, I think I got the offer in November and I needed to start the role in January. So wow. it was a very quick decision to tell my husband, Hey, we're leaving all our family and friends and our jobs uh, to take a six month internship in Florida. Yeah. Um, but luckily he was supportive. Um, and he also had dreams of working for Disney again, since he had worked there in the past. Um, and that six month internship turned into a year internship. And then, um, I was able to find other roles in the company from those work experiences to turn into a full-time role. Mm -hmm. So it really just came down to, I promised myself and everybody else that this is going to work. I'm going to work yeah. at this company, uh, no matter how I need to make it happen, I'm going to do it. Um, and again, in that role, they treated me like a true contributor Uh, and they had me exposed to so many different areas of the company and so many uh, different types of roles and folks yeah. that I was communicating with that it eventually led me to the folks that ended up hiring me full time. Yeah. That's awesome. And so I, I know I don't I just want to touch this briefly. So what was your first what was your internship like in and what was 
the roll called or what department because because Disney is such a huge company right. so I want to know exactly what department you are and then um, if you were hired in this full-time in that position or you branched out somewhere else and how did you find that available mm-hmm. uh, so the role was marketing communications intern for Disney floral and gifts which okay. delivers all of the gift baskets and floral arrangements to our resorts on property mm-hmm. uh, and I was wearing so many different hats in the day-to-day there from uh, being in the different photo shoots for the product, uh, naming the products, coming up with the the copy that would go onto the website. I was also loading all that content into the content management system onto the website, uh, as well as planning, you know, what, what is the future of floral and gifts? What are those, those, uh, offerings we want to give in the next few years, right? Um, And in that project, I started working with a team where we were looking at bringing those offerings onto the Disney World website into the the booking flow. Once you book a resort, um, you would see what these floral and gifts offerings are. And during that project, I was working with the folks in our digital department where I work now uh, who update our websites and apps. And so I was, while I wasn't in that same department, I worked alongside that department. And because they had me uh, in a place where I was getting that exposure, they saw that, you know, the skills I had in the internship role translated well to a full-time job in the digital team space. So that was where we made the connection. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and Again, it's, it's all about that relationship. Um, and I think we talked about this briefly um, on our call, but you got like networking is, is, is one part, but it's also showing up, right? And showing up every day consistently and doing the best you can until somebody recognizes that because a one-time meeting agree with somebody is not necessarily going to get you the job. So um, what would you say then? So would you say that's true? Would you say that um, the best way um, to develop professionally is just to practice every day and to talk to people because I'm sure like how how did that uh, open availability come about did somebody tell you about it or you applied through it um through in internal hiring right so they they actually told me about the role uh, because they liked the work I was doing alongside them as a partner that they wanted to have me on their team. Okay, so okay. There's always so much emphasis, right, on this networking that, oh, I've got to go out and do one-on-ones and try to cherry-pick people to meet with. And that is important, and you can meet a lot of people that way. But mm-hmm. sometimes it just comes down to doing the best job you can do in your current role. People yeah. see that. Um, and then at a company like Disney, where relationships are so important, you never know where someone might come along and they move over to a different department and they say, Hey, I remember I worked with Carla on this last project and she was awesome. I would love to have her over here. And and they give you a call to tell you about a job opening that you didn't even know about. Uh, and so the opportunities there are endless, uh, when you're, you're just showing up you're being your best self at work, that work speaks for itself. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for sharing that. It's so refreshing to hear that. And I mean, anyone listening who wants to work for a big organization, there's this thing called the the hidden job market. And that many times it comes within talking to people within your teams, within people that you work with within the organization. So right. We often at Disney, we call it being tapped on the shoulder, right? Ah, um, you, were, right. you were tapped on the shoulder for that role 
right? And you still uh, got to apply and go through the, the, the steps, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you wouldn't even, I wouldn't have even known that, that working on apps and websites would ever be where I would be at if yeah. someone didn't see something in me. Yes, of course. Wow. That's so inspiring, Peyton. So, okay. So, but now you're not there anymore. So let's talk about, cause you've done, you've escalated really quickly. So people watch out, Nikki, watch out. <laughs> so tell us, give us some insight on your current role, what your, the name of your position is and what does your typical day look like, especially now that you are remote and maybe some of the transitions you've had uh, now with post-COVID world? So, yeah. yeah. Sure. So I, I am still in the, the same broader department, that, that digital department. But whereas I used to be working on the websites, I'm now working on the DCL Navigator app as a product manager. Uh, and so as a product manager, I always joke and say to people that I just tell people what to do and then they build it. Um, but really what we do is we envision all of the features that should be built in our apps. And then uh, we use those to create a better cruising experience for our guests. Awesome. Um, and what that looks like from a, a daily perspective is working with teams all over the world, uh, designers, developers, our uh, Disney Cruise Line partners, to bring uh, the whole app strategy together. We're usually looking at industry research, data from our guests, info from our crew members, and that really helps to inform what features we need to add to the app, which problems we need to solve, and what are those elements that we can delight our guests with? Because at Disney, we're all about um, creating happiness and going that above the beyond that the guests didn't even know that they wanted. Yeah. So... Where I've been really fortunate in this whole uh, quarantine state is my day-to-day hasn't changed much because I've always had the opportunity to work from home Mm -hmm. and I have always worked with global teams. So uh, being on Zoom calls was always a part of my day. It's just now I'm doing it more consistently from home. Okay. Um, And now we even have these opportunities to work from anywhere So I recently needed to go back home to Pennsylvania and we have a camper. So I took the, we could took the camper home and I worked from the camper wherever we were. So uh, that flexibility is something I never thought I would have. I thought I would always have the standard 30 minute commute to work, but um, you know, be open to those opportunities now. Uh, since a lot of these roles do give you the flexibility, right? We we all got a laptop um, from work that we can do this truly from anywhere. Yeah, of course. And that and that nowadays, that's probably going to be more so than a regular commute is probably going to start showing up more when people know it's available and it's not as hard as people thought. So yeah, so tell us about what, what you mean when you say, um, when you talk about the end consumer and providing that um, maybe accessibility or convenience for, for the guest through your app and, and, and what you do. Sure. So uh, we use a lot of guest testing to help lead us uh, in the right direction. Usually we can get a good sense 
based on the industry research, what's what's going on uh, out in the world around us, even outside of our industry, right? And maybe in related industries, you can sometimes pick up on some of these things, these trends that are happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we just take an idea from there and we test it and we test it and we test it. And the best way to test it is with your guests because they're going to tell you if it's working or not. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we do our best to test with guests before uh, features are even out into the world. Mm -hmm. Um, But when we can't do that, I'm the guest, right? I have to step into that role as product manager and understand what it's like to be a guest. So very similar to marketing work, we use personas to understand who our guest is, uh, what they're after, who their family is, what their demographic is. Mm-hmm. And then we build features according to those personas. So what I found is that even though I'm not in a traditional marketing role, as m- many might call it, mm-hmm. uh, I've been able to pick up those tools from those past roles, put them in my toolbox and continue using them to help inform the guest experience. Yeah, of course. It's all about people and providing those the value, right, to everybody. Um, exactly. Awesome. So I want to transition uh, to talk about your pursuing your master's, right? So you got your MBA while, while being a full-time uh, cast member with Disney. And so first of all, tell us about what the um, pers- like educational uh, benefits with Disney and And what are some reasons why you decided to pursue your master's now? Sure. So I will start out by saying I am so glad that I waited uh, until after I started working professionally to do my master's program. Uh, So I took about a two-year break between programs and doing so allowed me to apply my real-world experience to our discussions and other assignments throughout the degree program. Uh, Just the other day, we had a training at work um, and we were talking all about innovation strategy and there was actually a a list of different tactics that we were using. And I actually felt like I cheated because we had talked about this theory in my MBA program in the course I had just taken. So it just blew my mind to see how quickly the benefits of that MBA program were paying off in real life in my career. Um, and as for the benefits that Disney provides, Disney pays for the degree. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was also a huge deciding factor for me. And Mm -hmm. it's another great reason for you to, uh, if you can wait until you're working professionally and find a company that will pay. There are others out there like Disney that have these benefits. Uh, so it's just important to find them and seek them out. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's a smart strategic thing to do, especially if you're not sure if you want to pursue a master's degree or you want to get working right away, it's definitely okay to wait. And some people want to get it done over with uh, right away, and that's totally fine. Um, And others, I think there's a benefit to then experiencing the real world and then going back to school. So, okay. So thank you. Thank you for explaining to you. And that's fascinating. Super. Again, it's, it's, it's very inspiring for many of us who want to pursue, um, working and, and studying. And definitely there's a lot of value in the education aspect of that. 
beyond the tassel, which is the name of the of our <laughs> podcast. But there's so many opportunities beyond the tassel. So, um, so lastly, Peyton, and that my question would be because this is our signature question to any anyone we interview, and that is, um, you know, the whole point of this of this podcast is to show some insight to our current students at the sales to see beyond post graduation what are our alumni doing what. What their what did their journey look like? And everybody's different, and everybody ended up, and that's the fascinating part. In fact, I'm so lucky to be able to be hosting it because I get to directly learn, and 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 then I'll uh, will broadcast it to everybody else. But it's so interesting, and I'm very passionate about showing what everyone is doing after college. So, but so my question is. If there is one thing you could tell a student like you, maybe younger Payton, you could tell her one thing, um, one piece of advice for pursuing a career in marketing, what is something that you would say? I would definitely tell the student to keep their mind open to lots of different types of marketing roles. Mm -hmm. uh, as we've already talked through this, there's digital marketing, there's marketing research roles. And then there's what I do, which technically isn't marketing, but really does use the elements of that degree and that career path. Mm -hmm. um, and as I mentioned, I had tools in my toolbox to bring me to this space. Mm -hmm. um, it's important to remember, you have a business degree, whether it's marketing or something else, and that gives you the opportunity to hone in on a lot of different types of jobs and roles. So mm -hmm. be open-minded. And, and as we said before, trust your gut. If it doesn't mm -hmm. feel right, that's okay. And you, and if you're using those internship experiences to learn, no harm, no foul. Then you move on to the next internship. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. I, I, I. That's helpful for me to hear too. Like, I gotta, I gotta be able to just stay aware of who I am and where do I fit in the world. And I know there's a really. Um, I'll have to share this with the rest of on social media with the rest of our our people listening. But there is a a really good uh, career. Venn diagram that says like on one circle it has like things the world needs things that you can provide and then things that you can get well paid for and then there's that middle and that middle is exactly <laughs> where you fit in right and so you got to explore all types of what the world needs where you fit in what can pay well and find your your um your elements find your um, your dream. So yes, yeah. awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. I hope anyone listening right now that might be struggling, trying to find, um, you know, post-graduation plans that it'll all be okay. And with that said, any, any other, just any other advice or generally any student um, uh, studying at the sales, um, any words of encouragement with everything that's going on right now and, and just um, any advice? Sure. Um, in the context of everything that's going on right now, I would, I would just continue along that same vein of keep an open mind, right? This is a time where you have the opportunity to reinvent yourself. If you are in that space where you're looking at the Venn diagram of where you fit into the roles and you're trying to put the square peg in the triangle hole to fit into that, that space, yeah. then reevaluate, right? Give yourself that space. I mean, this, this, our whole world has been flipped upside down and there has to be a reason for it. Yeah. So take that time to reevaluate how, uh, how this has impacted you and how it might impact what you want out of a future career and out of, you know, the rest of the rest of your life. Right. Because uh, it's not just about a career. It's, I can't separate myself from my job. It's all put together. 
um, in the great circle of life. So, (laughs) you know, embrace this time um, of of renewal and Mm -hmm. take advantage of it. Yeah, of course, there's a lot of areas of opportunity. You just have to be able to see that um, as opposed to in the keeping the negative mindset or yeah, negative negativity of, oh my gosh, like, yeah, this, the world is chaos. I think that the smart students will be the ones who see the area of opportunity and take it at the right timing. And I think right now there's a lot of timing um, that can really work towards our benefits. So yes, thank you. I totally agree with you. Alrighty. Well, I so appreciate, and I'm so, so honored to have you on our podcast today. And we cannot wait to hear more of you. Um, if, if, um, we want to know more about you, where can we follow you? Where can we contact you? Uh, what's the best place? What, what do you use the most? What platform? Sure. So Instagram is probably my most used uh, platform. You can find me there at, uh, at Peyton Meets World. Um, and it was truly my pre- pleasure to come on and uh, speak with you, Carla. Uh, at being an, a DeSales alum, I love talking to DeSales students. Um, and I wish you all the best of luck in your future careers. Thank you so much.